Priestess and the Cauldron, a podcast featuring Elvira Love and Phoenix LaFay, two out-of-the-room-closet professional witches with over 70 years' combined experience of making magic. This is a show on the LMC Radio Network. During each show, Elvira and Phoenix will help you create rituals, make spells, make potions, and much more besides. They'll spend time speaking about different goddesses from all over the world, paying attention to the ancient reverence of long-ago cultures and infusing it with a modern perspective. Elvira, Phoenix, take it away. time to start the show we had to stop scheming (laughs) (laughs) which of course is why this is such a wonderfully exciting on the fly show yeah because we sit down and we start looking at each other giggling and then start making ideas happen right so so actually it's really easy so what was your week like uh let me look at my calendar <laughs> Where am I in this month? In this year, I had a pretty chill week because we had the the Hoodoo Heritage Festival and the Mystic uh-huh. Fair last weekend, uh-huh. and I had a workshop on Sunday on my newly released book, Cashbox Conjure. Whoa! Ooh, and that was a lot of fun uh-huh. to do the little workshop. Uh-huh. Um, and then besides that, I've had, you know, like my typical work schedule, but I've played it pretty quiet this week just because I've, it's been a very busy few months, and, and now I'm kind of on the other side of that busy, so I'm trying to trying to be a little more chill and less frantic in my mm-hmm. scheduling. Mm-hmm. I just picked it up for you. Though. Oh, good. Thanks. Yeah, I, I took the other slack out for myself. Awesome. But, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah so good. it's chill, and it's my birthday this weekend, so... I hope to continue to be chill. I know. And it's the what? It's my 40th birthday. Okay. I have to say it's been a while since I thought of 40. (laughs) (laughs) I've been thinking of it nonstop since I turned 35. Really? (laughs) Like, Uh, all right, uh i got to get ready for 40. (laughs) (laughs) got to prepare. Breathe. I've been saying I'm almost 40 for the last three years to get ready for it. Well, you know, I think after 40 and 50, I usually would say, I'm getting ready for, I kind of think I'm the next year. Right. Because... It's just like, which is weird because you, you, it's almost like I have to get used to the idea I'm going to be this rather than being what you are. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, the old live in the moment shit, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, so, how are you? Yeah. Well, let's see. Had the Mystic Fair, yep. which was in conjunction. They they kind of co co lived, cohabitated yeah. in the same location with the uh, Hoodoo Heritage Festival, and my booth was. Obviously, the Mystic Fair, and it was busy. Nice. Um, which was nice. Got to see a lot of different people that, you know, either come on a regular basis yearly or followed me from Milk and Honey. There were three ladies that came from Milk and Honey. Oh. Come up here sort of as they're like uh, into Santa Rosa, Sonoma County as sort of a getaway. And nice. they found me, so they kind of all come in and do the you go, you go, you go, you yeah. go. Yeah. And that was great, and so that was kind of a trip. And 
Sunday is always a gas because it's this, you know, the second slash last day of the festival. Right. And it's like the last couple of hours right. are always where everybody yeah, suddenly yeah. runs in and slams you with, I need a reading or do you have time right. or, you know, it's that over. Oh, it's, crap. Yeah, yeah. You know, because they've been so busy wandering around. So it was, it was fun, but exhausting and um, never really had much break after breaking down the thing and then going home and then work for three days and you know then I kind of had already set up appliance um, diagnostics I was you know like you take care of things before they happen check my refrigerator out was this week Um, check my car out was today nice Um, make it feel good and lovely and give it a tune up and you know, and then it gave. I got a tune-up because then I went and talked to uh, my personal counselor slash hello. Just let me unbend my head and all the stuff <laughs> in it, which was good. Yeah, and uh, obviously came here and played with the altar, which I'm going to take a picture of yeah. so we can post it. Pretty, but um, and that's pretty much it. You know, but it's been a busy week for me. Yeah. You know, right. and so I took, as I said, I took up your slack of busy. Thanks. Yeah, you know how it is. You can hang We're on for a while. Yeah. So, but here we are with our topic of the day yeah. is Lakshmi. Lakshmi. Yes. Yeah. Should we play the ch- mantra? The ch- Let's go with okay, it. Okay, so I'm going to attempt to play a YouTube video that's Chance to Lakshmi. I have no idea what this is going to sound like. So I apologize if this sounds like shit. But we're going to try. See what happens. Yes, we're in that mood now. I yeah. feel yeah, sort of Lakshmi. Wealthy. wealthy. So wealthy. Well, and uh, so typically you would use this chant 108 times. Ooh. Any chant to Hindu deities is traditionally done 108 times. Huh? And uh, if you have a mala, right, a prayer bead necklace, right. it has 108 beads. So right. there you go. You there. don't have to count. <laughs> um, <laughs> or you can pull up one of these 
YouTube videos that already has 108 mantras recorded and sing along and chant along or just listen to it. And some of them, uh, the wording is different because each prayer is different. So right. this one we listen to is specifically a mantra for wealth and luxuries. Mm. Yes. As we move into the sun sign of Taurus, ruled by Venus, which is a sort of counterpart of Lakshmi. Okay. I'm a Taurus, so. She's a Taurus, so of course. <laughs> we'll wait till we get to Sagittarius, and then I'll go into my stuff. But it's okay. It's just your time. Okay? So there you go. But there are actually a, a, a hundreds of different mm-hmm. Lakshmi chants and mantras mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the YouTubes, and they're very helpful because it, uh, you know, it's in Hindi. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know how to pronounce those words, you can hear how they're pronounced. Right. Yeah. And kind of. Mumble along. Yeah, I love those. Some of them are so internet. Like, most powerful Lakshmi mantra, 100% results, abundance, wealth. Like, they're totally written like, right, for you the... must listen to this Lakshmi chant. <laughs> it's hilarious. But there's yeah. lots of really good ones. So yeah. check it out. So there you go. Yeah. You start out with something useful. Yeah. I mean, as a practical. Right. And actually, at the Hoodoo Heritage Festival, <laughs> on Sunday morning... Uh, there's a member of AIR, of the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, so a colleague of Elvira and myself, uh-huh. named Debbie Spring, uh-huh. and she is a Hindu practitioner, uh-huh. and she did a workshop Sunday morning where we chanted to Ganesha, and she talked about how to work with the Hindu deities. It was really well done and informative, and then everyone got to get up and offer an offering mm-hmm. to Ganesha, and we had mm-hmm. candies. And what I learned, which I didn't know, is um, about the Hindu deities, is you give them the offering, the bananas and the candies or the whatever, but the expectation is they take the energy that they want from it during the ritual. Mm-hmm. When the ritual is complete, then you eat that food. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's now, I think the word she said was prasat. Mm-hmm. So it's now blessed. And the god has already taken their piece of it. Right. So we did this ritual for Ganesha, which you could do for any of the Hindu gods, mm-hmm. uh, with you know ringing a bell and chanting and incense mm-hmm. and offering of flowers and then offering the candy. Mm-hmm. And then when she brought the ritual to a close, we all got to eat the candy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a very dear friend of mine uh, was very very. Uh, involved with transcendental meditation. Mm-hmm. She worked, you know, with Maharishi directly when yeah. she went to live in India and, and participate in all this. And when we got to know each other, she we traded uh, pagan rituals, and she did uh, Indian pujas, oh, which cool. are the rituals. Yeah, right, know, right. Pujas is another pujas. word for ritual. Right. So it was really a trip because, you know, you watch how they hold the the item and they yeah. move it, and it has a certain, you know, like it's very, precise yes um yes not that our rituals can't be that way either but the point is is that it was it had flow and beauty that i had you know not been exposed to and of course in you know church-based situations i don't see as much of the beauty in air quotes as i saw in this yes and there's a few things with all with even with talking about the hindu gods Mm -hmm. uh, as far as and i don't know a million hindu people I know, like, two mm-hmm. people. It's not a common thing in mm-hmm. Sonoma County, California. But as far as I've heard and conversed, the belief is if you aren't born Hindu, you cannot convert. Right. So, as, and again, as far as I've heard and conversed, 
there's also not like a lot of um, protectiveness around knowing the mantras or talking to the mm-hmm. gods or going mm-hmm. to the temples. You're welcome to do that, but you can't actually call yourself a Hindu because you right. can't convert to Hinduism. Right. Right. And you're born and you're Hindu. born that way. So, you know, this is one of those interesting things because we're talking about a culture that, a goddess of that culture that mm-hmm. is not nor mine, Elvira, nor my culture. Right. But it's right. also a goddess that as far as I've heard, and I'm sure there are exceptions to this, but this is also a goddess that is acceptable and open and willing for folks from other cultures and backgrounds mm-hmm. to communicate. Mm-hmm. But, and, <laughs> right, <laughs> that, in my opinion, mm-hmm. that does not give us fair game to take Lakshmi and try and westernize her or change her traditional rituals or whatever. Right. We need to be respectful of the traditions that exist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you are called to work with a Hindu deity, learn the traditions of that Hindu deity and try to work as traditionally as you can right. to be respectful to that culture. Right, right. And, you know, because truthfully, she as a deity mm-hmm. is um, the Earth Mother. Yeah. And in the way that you know, she is so far ancient in terms of her, not just being Lakshmi, but yeah. being that deity, that energy, right. that it kind of goes beyond even the borders of... Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we've talked about this probably every show where we've talked about a goddess. Mm-hmm. Um, but India is freaking massive. It is. Right? It's a it is. huge mass, and it's literally millions of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about Lakshmi, it's not like this one source mm-hmm. goddess, and mm-hmm. that's not even how the Hindu system works. The no. gods are emanations of each other. Right. They're kind of, I always think of them as like... Um, Russian nesting dolls, yes. right? Like they 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 grow and expand and right, you know, and, right. and Shakti and energetic force of how they build off of each other mm-hmm. and and it's very binary, you know. So there's all these things to know when getting in and connected to the Hindu mm-hmm. system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's it's amazing when I I started reading and looking and you know kind of checking it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, she like we did when we did um, Shiva. Yeah, there are a number of avatars slash yeah. incarnations. I right. found it fascinating because, as we all know, hearkening to something more modern, uh, the movie Avatar became a very big hit for. Uh, not just the box office, but culturally. Yeah. And when you look at that, it just means incarnation. Right. Right. So I was like, whoa, you know, big eye. You know, <laughs> light bulb. Wait. Yeah. You know, because that was the feeling. I I said, now I understand, even if whether or not that was a conscious decision so made or not, yeah. you kind of catch it. And then, of course, when doing something like Shiva and now as Lakshmi, they have so many names. It's not even. Yeah. It's not even the fact that they're permeations of different um, cities or villages or anything. It's just they have different incarnations. Yeah. They kind of just went through the yeah. yeah the gods reincarnate. Yeah. Right. In the Hindu system. Yeah. We reincarnate. We are yeah. born again, and the gods reincarnate. Mm-hmm. So, Lakshmi's 
partner because it's very binary. Uh-huh. They continue to reincarnate and be partners with different names and emanations. It's, right. It's actually really freaking complicated. Of course it is. We're simplifying it yeah. to try and, and yeah. be able to talk about it in a little bit of time. Right. That allows us to kind of put out there, but it is very complicated yeah. and each each incarnation each avatar is specifically designed for something i that is going on right that they as a culture and as a religion feel is important yeah to to part, to bring forth right so right i mean and she obviously has a lot of different things, you know. Personally, I found the interesting thing of the churning of the ocean, which yes. we did talk about Shiva the time before when we yes. did that. But the churning of the ocean and how she comes forth and she's got she's bejeweled and bedecked and yes. beautiful. I kept thinking of Aphrodite yeah. and Venus yeah, yeah. coming in on the you know the clamshell or however you know coming out yes. of the ocean, and I'm thinking with her. She was beautiful in her nakedness, and she probably, in terms of Lakshmi's state of being, didn't have a whole lot in on, but she just had a bunch of jewels on. But it was just like... There's a lot in the Hindu system around milk Mm -hmm. and and all of the things that milk can represent. Let Mm -hmm. your imagination ponder on that. Mm -hmm. But one of the stories of Lakshmi, and there are many different stories, but one is that in the olden, olden days of the gods, there were the the divas, the uh-huh. good, the good quote-unquote ones, and the demons, the, uh-huh. the troublesome ones. And they were fighting and fighting and fighting, uh-huh. and through this process, Lakshmi was offended. And uh-huh. there, are few, there are several different tales on how she was offended, uh-huh. but the bottom line is she was offended. And so she withdrew, uh-huh. and she went into the bottom of this beautiful body of water. Uh-huh. And the battle rages on between the divas and the demons, and the battle rages in the water. Uh And so there's a churning and a churning and a churning, and the water begins to be a milky foam. Uh And all of a sudden, things start being released, Um, magical tools, riches, Mm-hmm. Things that are that became legendary stories of the gods, like right. scepters and swords and shit like that. And then finally, the churning continues, and Lakshmi emerges mm-hmm. and is able to bring peace between the demons mm-hmm. and the devas. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite stories of her because it's sort of got like the churning of the the milky water and mm-hmm. this like birth concept. Mm-hmm. She releases all these gifts to try to calm down. Like, all right, you guys. Chill out up there, and then finally it's like, okay, enough. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm coming in. Yeah. And, you know, it's, again, um, like think of kids. You you, mm-hmm. you give them distractions, right. and then eventually if those don't work, you come in heavy-handed. Right. You know, and I think that it is that motherly image, but in a much more pristine level. Yeah. So, um and of course, we have certain items that are sacred to her or mm-hmm. related to her. The yep. lotus is one. Yeah. Oh yeah. So lotus. Is, the symbology in Hindu systems repeats a lot. So once you start to understand the symbology, you can see how it translates across stories and across deities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and and lotus is it. Uh, this has also been really internalized in Western culture. It. it 
grows out of the muck, mm-hmm. the disgusting, sooty, smelly yuck <laughs> of the bottom of the lake, and this right. perfect, beautiful, pristine flower emerges from right. the muck, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, again, kind of reflects that story of Lakshmi emerging from the churning waters. Right. Yeah. And of course, it's it's based in the four elements there. It enhance it, it. Not that they thought of it as the four elements, but you have, as as you mentioned, Phoenix, the um, the mud, which yeah. is the earth, and then you know the water, obviously being the water, yeah. and the um, the blossom is the air, mm-hmm. and then you of course have the fire, which is the aroma, and that that energy that draws the 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 essence of of exotic uh sexuality and sensuality mm. and she's all, always depicted with well most often depicted with four arms not always right. but often mm-hmm. um and you know as you've said sort of the four elements it can also be the four directions mm-hmm. um there is also the four ends of human life dharma kama artha and moksha which are righteousness, desire, wealth, and liberation. Hmm. Okay. Uh, it's the the arms in the front tend to rep- and this is true of other deities with, that have many arms. The arms in the front are the connection to the physical world, and the arms in the back are the connection to the spiritual. Hmm. So you'll see in in iconography and statues, the gods have specific things in specific hands, and right. that is done intentionally. Right. Yeah. Right. So you can kind of pay attention to those things. Uh-huh. Well, and she, uh, interesting is that she is considered the goddess of sovereignty, mm-hmm. which, of course, is, as we were, as you were talking, um, her, you know, the partner Vishnu and giving the essence of the feminine, giving the power, because the masculine is considered yeah. passive. Right. Which I thought was very interesting. Yeah. The masculine energy cannot do anything without the feminine energy to activate it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, not being a fem- you know, being a feminist, but not necessarily putting that as part of what we're talking about. I thought it was just very interesting. Yeah. On the way it is discussed, and obviously, in many of the deities that we come across, that we either have talked about or will talk about from Hindu uh, traditions and religion, is that that is one of the things that is very important, mm-hmm. as you say, very binary, very yeah. important. Yeah. And I found that. Again, to me, I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool because it gives that sense of balance. Right. Which, you know, when you compare it to other pantheons, you look at there's there's a hard energy mm-hmm. of balance. You don't see that kind of consistent flow of energy right. and balance. It's separated. It's very separated. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she... You often see in her imagery golden coins. Mm-hmm. She's pouring out golden coins, and you know, obviously, that's wealth and prosperity. Right. <laughs> um, there is a, something really important, though, to name. I think with the prosperity is um, you, Lakshmi only bestows prosperity on those who are grateful and are aware of the cycle of generosity. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's mm-hmm. like. Um, it, there's more than just worldly wealth. There's also spiritual wealth and family wealth and the wealth of love and friends and all that. And Lakshmi isn't just about 
building a fortress of coins. <laughs> Though that does seem kind of like the, the more Western tradition. Right. But yes, right. it's true. And in fact, if you become so focused on the pursuit of money and mm-hmm. finance and capital, Lakshmi will withdraw. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it's not balanced. Right. And I think that when I'm looking at any number of the different things I've written down, the feeling is just that. Mm-hmm. We talked about Fortuna, right? the goddess Fortuna, and how, you know, fortune comes and goes, right. you know, in that fleeting. It's fleeting. <laughs> um, and this, though she is used, the word fortune is used and, and wealth is used and abundance is used, yeah. it's very much one of, again, we go to that concept of balancing it. You know, it's not. It's the gratitude that you have, and and the balance, and that's that. I think. I guess that's one of those things that you you get to sometimes later in life, yeah. <laughs> after a few bumps and bruises and bangs and whatever, is the gratitude for right what you have, right, and not necessarily what you keep looking at is what you don't have, right, or what you lack, right, which you know. I mean, we could expand on that idea as well. It's, you know, that that concept of the law of attraction. And mm-hmm. and when we are so focused on our fears that we call that energy in. And, you know, it's, it's it, you can just see how all of these sort of big spiritual concepts go back to some really basic yeah, fundamentals of generosity and being grateful. And, right. Know. And especially when, you know, here we are with this beautiful goddess and this mm-hmm. beautiful um, concept that has more than just the worldly wealth. It's not to say that we don't, you know, that wanting worldly wealth and comfort and, and yeah. those things are put aside, but it's really about how we can balance right. and, uh, and work on that. So she, she talks to me. It's funny because I was looking for a statue in all of my myriad of things that I have dancing around this house, and I do have one, but she's the Tibetan version sure. of Hinduism. She only has two arms. Yep. She is is dancing a little bit, but she, you know, I had to look it up because when I got this, that's what I, you know, I bought it for this purpose. It was out of a Tibetan shop and blah, blah, blah. And um, it was fascinating because I began to look at her and see the different things. And, of course, yeah. we always see the lotuses and everything. I'm going, she's not really it. I can't use her. And yet <laughs> she is an incarnation or avatar in the Tibetan version, and I have her name written somewhere, which I will say in a minute when okay. I want to to try and wrap my tongue around the... Some Hindu or Tibetan. Yeah, the, the oh my God, am I really going to make a fool out of myself when I say this? Um, but it's Vasudra, Vasudhara, I'm sorry, Vasudhara. Nice. That's, and that's the Tibetan... Tibetan um, have a, uh, the Tibetan version of Lakshmi in this particular one that I have. So, you want to hear some more? Yes, I'd love to hear some more. Okay, so Lakshmi in Sanskrit is derived from Laksh, meaning to perceive or observe, and Lakshya, to aim mm-hmm. or to have an objective. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly, Padma means lotus because right. Padma is repeated about a million times in all these Lakshmi names, and it always is lotus, lotus, lotus. <laughs> um, lotus dweller is one of her names, Padma. 
uh, one who likes lotuses, Padma Priya. Mm-hmm. One who wears a garland of lotuses, Padma Maladahara Devi. Mm-hmm. One whose face is as beautiful as a lotus. Mm. Okay. Padma Mukhi. Mukhi. I probably screwed that one up. I'm so sorry. Uh, one who is beloved of Vishnu. Uh huh. Vishnu Priya. And one who rides an owl. Olka Vahini. Now that's interesting. Right. So owl is one of the animals that she. So uh, most often what you see is elephant. But right. also there's this connection to owl. Mm-hmm. And that is a more, um, I'm guessing, a smaller sect of Hindi or Hinduism than like the Tibetan version or right. a more Eastern, Eastern, further Eastern version. Right. She's also called Mahalakshmi. And that Mahalakshmi is the specific one where you call for uh, abundance and wealth, mm-hmm. right? All these different names you would use in your chanting or prayer work to focus specifically on one of the more detailed aspects mm-hmm. of the energetics you can bring right. into your life, right? Right. Well, I know that her colors, you know, she there's red, yeah. there's peach, and there's gold. Right. And I see pink. Yes. Yeah, because, you know, we sell Lakshmi statues in the Right, there's always pink. And I see a lot of Lakshmi statues in pink. Right. So she obviously, these are her colors, and, you know, each one of the colors of the lotus obviously have a certain name that has been associated with her in terms of of the part of her name uh, that goes with Lakshmi. Right. And uh, it's interesting, you were saying Padma, Padma, and I'm thinking there are several characters that have been written. Yeah in different um, films, movies, and... Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and my mind went, ah. <laughs> Lotus Dweller. Lotus Dweller, you know. <laughs> and and, and, and I'm, so to me, I was, it's funny because a lot of this has is, is been drawn on in more modern terms, in more Western terms, to try and bring that energy. Right. Again, the sharing of the energy. They may not be born Hindu, right? but they are sharing in that energy of moving it mm. in that form. So, you know, obviously yeah. without cultural denigrations or issues, we're hopefully spreading the generosity and abundance. Mm, lovely. 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 Yes. So, but, um, and one thing I did want to say about the lotus, which was interesting because I was, I was sitting there and I'm, you know, I get into the, I'm probably the oldest old school we can go, I write. Okay. <laughs> yes. Every week. Every week. She I, and I get together. <laughs> we sit at the opposite ends of a rather large dining room table and she pulls out her handwritten notes and I pull out my printed computer notes. <laughs> And I have my laptop in front of me, and this is how we do the show. And this is how we do the show. Occasionally, I do have a laptop. Yes. It is over here. I do check on it occasionally. Yes. But for the most part, I sit with my handwritten yes. notes. Yes. And um, <laughs> it's very funny because it, uh, it's just humorous to think of it. But the the lotus actually is the three stages of um, the feminine because you have the bud, which is the virgin, the bloom, which is the mother, and then the seed pod mm. is the crown. Interesting. They pointed that out in, in one of my myriad uh, reference books, and right. I went, 
Oh, yeah, because one of the things, and this is a sidebar that has nothing to do with Lakshmi, <laughs> but one of the things that is sold in the um, hoodoo tradition is, is uh, lotus pods. Yes. And that is yes. used in um, prosperity. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, actually, on my prosperity altar at home, I have an image of Lakshmi with Ganesha and Sarasvati and mm-hmm. elephants, and that's above my altar. And then I have a, a statue of Lakshmi, mm-hmm. and I have all kinds of – it's a mess, actually. I need to do some tidying over there right now. But Lakshmi and all of my cha- – like my little change jars mm-hmm. there and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all kinds of things. But one of the offerings oh. that she holds is a lotus yeah. pod. Uh, And I also have this terrible incense that I can't stand the smell of that I will burn for her when I'm really like, okay, I need, I need the big thing to come through. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's. Yeah, we we definitely um, probably should break. I think are we at? We're pretty close to our break time, but we do have other tidbits of information, her oh, festivals. Oh, yeah, I want to talk about Dwali. And there's a um, hilarious list of her 16 forms of worldly wealth that I want to talk about oh. because it cracks me up. Okay. So here All right, we go. take a break. We'll be back. But 
it is the Festival of Lights, right. and uh, the, the tradition is to light oil lamps, mm-hmm. and often they would leave them outside overnight mm-hmm. as a offering to Lakshmi and an invitation to please bless their household mm-hmm. and bless mm-hmm. the oil lamp, mm-hmm. so that they would be would bring then bring that in and burn that in right. the home. You know that the candles and things burning is always magic. Of course, of course. Yes, uh, there was something else. Where did it go? Oh, they actually even—it's—it's it's the what is it? The moon of the late autumn. Yes, right. So it most often happens in October. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it's traditional to blow the conch during a um, ritual, mm-hmm. right? But you do not do that on this specific night. You don't do it on Diwali, right? Um, and then. Oh, and because of that, is the belief is that Lakshmi came from the ocean. Right. The churning and the, the foam. The ocean. And so you do that to give Lakshmi rest ah. so that she will bless your your lights Got outside it. of your home. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Well, I know that they have their main altar. is a large statue of Lakshmi put on it, and this is where her peach dress with abundance and flowing from her, her you know, like the flow of all that abundance. And... Um, Again, here we go with this, you know, it's like I keep looking at this. She has a vase of plenty overflowing yeah. with the bounty of piles of sweets and grain. Yes, yes. So the, you give the Hindu gods offerings, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And in my opinion, my very, very humble opinion, you give all your gods offerings. Uh-huh. It's just good manners. Right. But the Hindu gods come from an unbroken tradition uh-huh. that is, you know, potentially millennia of years old, right? <laughs> so... Well, be respectful and give them some damn offerings. But things that she likes, yes, lotus flowers, mm-hmm. fruits, mm-hmm. candies, mm-hmm. sweets, right, uh, rice and coconut, mm-hmm. and mixtures of rice and coconut, mm-hmm. uh, vermilion and sandalwood, mm, okay, and uh, betel le- leaves. But that's a specific type of plant, and I don't know if you can even find that. Well, it would depend. You can. You can find it. Okay. We, we have a studio audience. We have a studio, quiet, but a studio audience. Yes. And so there you go. Okay. So, and uh, I, I guess what we're saying here is she's the destroyer of poverty is how they look at yeah. the process. Right? And no. even if you are begging on the street, you won't be able to receive any prosperity without her grace. That's it. Yeah. The destroyer of poverty. So, now, and again, I, this is where, like, ghosts of dead for, you know, there's like a few days. I think that's why when I saw this, it was in quotes oh, and that's Diwali. What, for Diwali gotcha. and for why there are, it, it's likened unto Halloween. Okay. So, yeah. All I, right. I know, I know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like their New Year thing. Yeah, right. Okay, where you right. kind of do it. Now, the other one that I found was Radha's Day. Radha's day is September 1st, and of course, Lakshmi, that was one of her avatars. Yeah. With, you know, regards to that, and... That's when she was the lover of Krishna. Krishna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it brings, it's to bring cheerfulness and health, mm. you know, in her golden aspect. Nice. So, there you go with the two that we've got. The biggest okay. one is Diwali. Yeah. I think. And... Um, uh, what are some of her, you were going to talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where did that part of my notes go? I distracted with Diwali. <laughs> Wait, well, the Diwali's fun. All right. Mah- Mahalakshmi, mm-hmm. the bestower of 
abundance, uh-huh. is known to preside over 16 forms of wealth. Huh. And they are as follows. And the way that they are presented is very interesting because there's actually more than 16. Uh-huh. You know, it's like the... It's like the Hanukkah, right? You only have enough candles or oil for so many nights, and you keep counting, and all of a sudden it lasts way longer than you thought it would. Right, right. right. Think of that. Right. So here, here are the 16 worldly wealths. Uh-huh. Fame, right? Uh-huh. So if you want to call on Lakshmi for fame, uh-huh. that's one potential. Knowledge. Uh-huh. Courage and strength together. Okay. All right. Victory. Uh-huh. Good children. Valor, uh-huh. gold and other valuables as one, right? Uh-huh. Grains in abundance, uh-huh. happiness, uh-huh. bliss uh-huh. as separate things, uh-huh. intelligence, uh-huh. beauty, okay. high aim and thinking and meditation, all as one, <laughs> all as one thing. Okay. Right. Morality and ethics. Okay, we got two. Yeah. Good health uh-huh. and long life. Not too bad, right? Not too bad. If you were going to pick one to just have one, <laughs> just one God, you can only have one. Wow. That would be a good one. Yeah, she would. She's got a lot going there in terms of that. And it's like having one of the fairy godmothers that gives you all the wishes, you know, like I bestow upon you, yeah. you know, whatever that is, but she, and it's not making fun of her, it's just no. the fact that there are so many things that are subdivision right. of what good fortune and abundance yeah, Absolutely, Absolutely, know? and again, we're talking about a massive land space, yes. you know, so this this compilation of information is from all of these mm-hmm. hundreds of villages mm-hmm. that all do it a little bit different and have their own yeah. story and their own yeah. way of worshiping and their own version, uh-huh. you know. So it's it's also fascinating <laughs> cultural information. I know it's it's um, there are just so many, and you you were talking about that, and I do. I am actually looking at my computer, oh. and it, they're talking about it, but they only have you know wealth of you know wealth of courage and granary wealth and so they kind of shortened it mm-hmm. in their little version here i was sitting there going but i like the longer one. Oh yeah you know i like the i i just find it interesting the certain things that are added together mm-hmm. well i could see courage and strength i, guess. I mean courage is strength and courage is needed in in many things like right. I need to move all this stuff out of here and give me not only the strength but the courage <laughs> to actually do it. Do it. <laughs> it's, it's there's you know moving isn't on my mind, but that's just you know I was thinking of when we had to move the stuff out of the fair and you know it was like uh-huh. I do not want to do this. Right? Couldn't I have somebody please do it for me, mommy? <laughs> Didn't work. <laughs> So, no, that is, it usually doesn't work. No. I did look sufficiently lost to have a little help, but not, you know, to that point. I, I think it's long since past my uh, time on that. But So what are her other names that we have? I know she goes by... Um, no, I don't know. I named a bunch of them before. Well, da, um, what else you got? Darani. Mm-hmm. She's connected with the earth and married... Oh, here we go. She's the consort to Vishnu. Vishnu is his skin. Then you have the great goddess Maha 
Devi. Yeah. And of course, Padma. Right. Sita. When mm-hmm. when Vishnu reincarnates as Rama. Right. And Rod, Radha. Radha. Which of course is you know kind of the, the when Vishnu becomes Krishna. Krishna. Right. Okay. And the, the height of of feminine power is Shakti. Uh, and so Lakshmi isn't as a emanation of Shakti, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 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 And they they talk about this as she is basically one of the older oldest Indo-European goddesses, mm. which, as we said earlier in the show, is it all goes back to the divine essence. You got mom and dad, right? You know, and right. there you are. Um, there's also stories of her being in Vishnu's heart. Like, literally, that's where she lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, therefore, she represents the embodiment of love and the devotion to the gods, right? So, it's mm-hmm. this, this is where, uh, and I think the word, so I think it's bhakti. This is the devotion to divinity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, she is the the movement of that bhakti, of the love of the gods. Right. Uh, and the only way to reach Vishnu is through loving her, mm-hmm. right? So it's mm-hmm. also this, like, you can't get to one without the other, and they're connected, and yet they're separate, and it, it's complicated and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it, you know, when I look at the Dorje, and I see the way the loops are right. in terms of the Dorje, is that if you think of the, the four loops that are, you know, four on either side, but they're actually like figure eights is what mm-hmm. they're supposed to be, right. is that is the truth of what this is about. It goes from one loop to the other loop of the feminine, the masculine, Lakshmi, Vishnu, mm-hmm. and, you know, you do that, that movement, and it comes in that form, and then, you know, there's a spinning of the energy, so when you spin it, you actually see how they become one. Right, right, and Vishnu is known for being a little bit, not hot-headed, but um, challenging, it's a good word. <laughs> and so often the way to petition Vishnu is mm-hmm. through Lakshmi. She she softens him and allows him to give mm-hmm. forgiveness mm-hmm. or honor requests or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a little bit more of the, of the mother figure right. to Vishnu, who's more of that stern father Honest figure. figure. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. So it's, it does come into the consciousness that they have. She is... She has wisdom, but wisdom comes from the love and the strength of what she gains through that. It's, right. It's not right. sterile. And it's not just, you know, because Lakshmi is this goddess of wealth and prosperity and fortune and all of that, we mm-hmm. tend to think of her as a, a goddess of the marketplace or a goddess of business and finance. And that is true. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a beautiful Lakshmi altar at Milk and Honey. Yes, you do. We work with her every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was also very solidly connected to the homemakers mm-hmm. and the women who whose work is in the home. Mm-hmm. And in many uh, cultures still, in the morning, the ho- women who take care of the home would do a purification bath mm-hmm. and then start um, making food for Lakshmi before anything else happens. Mm-hmm. They make these very specific rice cakes mm-hmm. uh, with milk and sugar mm-hmm. that are given to her as offerings throughout the day. And um, my friend uh, in Bali, it's a slightly different 
Lakshmi in Bali, mm-hmm. but the the women, the homemakers, because it's still pretty much like women stay home and mm-hmm. men go out and work in, right. in Bali, but whatever. Uh, oh, I'm not going to try not to We're go not down that track. Going there. Um, but the women it will wake in the morning and create these prayer bundles and these offerings, mm-hmm. and they give them to their husbands and children. And along the way to school or to work or to whatever, they there are certain shrines along the way where they have to stop and give offerings. Mm-hmm. So it's the woman's responsibility for her household to make sure the offerings are ready and prepared. Right. And so she ra- rises in the morning and after purifying, immediately starts working with Lakshmi, mm-hmm. which is Beautiful, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I think well, cool. I just wouldn't be getting up that early. No, I mean, I'm not into that part of it. But, did, like, could we do this ritual later? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, really? <laughs> it's oh. kind of early for me, Lakshmi. <laughs> I don't think she really cares. She just wanted done. Yeah, just give me my rice cake yeah. and we're okay. And we're okay. Yeah. You know, it's funny because one of the... Some one of the the books, and this is one of those where again we look at well, okay, some of the correspondences, and I think this is more modern than it really is traditional. This is this is a modern Wicca witchcraft wanting to fit her into a witchcraft peg. Well, and you know, so it's like Uh the tarot (laughs) is the tens, Uh and the gems are rock crystal. And the plant is willow, lily, and ivy. Where did the lotus go, by the way? But, and why ivy? That's weird. I don't know. But okay, sure. Okay. Sure, I like it. You're going to love this one. The animal, the sphinx. Why not the cow or the elephant? Well, and the sphinx. Like, really? I know. I, That's Egyptian. Yep. I love this list. It's making all of my annoying thing tingly bits. I <laughs> just figured I had to throw this in. Thank you. Well, and the you mineral. Get my... <laughs> Temperature rising. I know. We're ready to really rock uh-huh. and roll. Minerals are magnesium sulfate, perfume a ditany of Crete, and the magical weapon is the magical circle or triangle. Mm-hmm. Now, figure that out. I looked at that. I wrote it down, and I'm going, none of this fits anything else that I see. Right. And, yes, I believe it is, you know, pagan wiccan modern version of like let's try to put something here right right but we want this to fit in our western ideal so we'll throw it in there it's fine but i again i just figure what the heck throw it out there just so people can go hmm doesn't make any sense i don't want to use it (laughs) (laughs) you got to give them something on both sides of the fence, somebody yeah. might actually realize they need to go out and get Dittany of Crete for Lakshmi. For Lakshmi. But okay. So, do yeah, we have try any to, Try to be more traditional, people. Yes. Like, just a little bit, please. Um, and Soma is what she gave Vishnu, my dear, and that mm. is similar to menstrual blood. Oh. The essence of the feminine energy. So we have the churning, the white foam churning of the of the male energetic, and then we have the gift of menstrual blood. Yes. I would like to try that in a modern context. To be like, hey, hun, here's my diva cup. I brought you a gift. I wonder how that would be received. Ah, uh, question. I don't know. I don't think. I mean, there. I'm sure there are lots of modern men who are like, okay, sweet. 
What do you want me to do with it? <laughs> well, I mean, we have to say in Hoodoo, part of some of right. their their things right. are to utilize that. There was a whole workshop on love magic, and Miss Robin, who is a member of AIR, did right? she talk about this? She did. It was hilarious. She All right. Said, in the South. You don't, men do not eat red food prepared by women. And there were several people in the room who were like, that's right, uh, I wouldn't eat any food from a woman, uh uh-uh. And then she went on to share the, you know, the belief is if you you make food for a man that you're trying to keep devoted to you, you put your menstrual blood in it and that will keep Uh him devoted to you. And so this is well known in many African-American families and in the South and so, Men are a little more wary of accepting food from women. Right. That has that potential. You know, the saying, a way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Yes. That's part of where that comes from. Yes. <laughs> so we have we have a, an interesting dynamic that obviously here they don't think of it that way. Right. And that's not part of their their mindset and how they do their their spirituality. So, But it is interesting when you start looking at what it is they're talking about. Yeah. You know, metaphorically as well as potentially realistically. Yeah. So, yeah. churn away, baby, churn away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. I mean, how, what do you want to top that one off? I think that but, just about wraps it up. <laughs> I really, my uh, we aren't going to go there either. Okay. Lakshmi. Lakshmi. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So with that, of course, with the lusty month of May coming up, we have one more show of April, which is going to fall in our context of giving the uh, Beltane. Beltane will be next week. Well, our show. Our show will be Beltane for next week because by the time we get to our following show, it's past Beltane. Right. So it's always good to do it. Beforehand. Yes. And then we will have a list of uh, um, our shows after that. Yep. We have to sit down, and that's what we were trying to do before the show. Yes. Well, interestingly, since we're talking about Lakshmi, our show on May 4th will be on money spells. That's true. And money magic. Money magic. So, you know, tune in for that. We're, we're working on keeping that mojo going. Right? Maybe I'll do a book giveaway. There you go. All right, so listen in on May 4th, and I'll be giving a, a book – we'll do a book giveaway. I'll figure out how I'm going to make that happen between now and then. So just tune in and find out, and you can win a free book. There you go. I promise I won't put menstrual blood on it. Truly. Yeah. I will guarantee that for you. <laughs> <laughs> I the guarantees. But I will not put menstrual blood on anything. I will let my dog sniff it out. <laughs> this this show took a very strange turn in the last few minutes. Yes. Okay, and on that note, we should probably wrap up. Probably. <laughs> it was a wonderful time being together, and we're still as silly as ever. Absolutely. But hey, we love you all. Thanks. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Have a good evening. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to The Witch, The Priestess, and The Cauldron, a radio podcast on the LMC Radio Network. Our podcast airs live every Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific and will be available for download. Questions or comments on this show or ideas for upcoming shows can be sent to our website, and that's at www.witchpriestesscauldron.com. Again, that's witchpriestesscauldron.com. On behalf of Elvira, Phoenix, Alan, and myself, Gwion Raven, a big merry meet and merry part and merry meet again. Blessed be. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today.